It's Thursday, May 5th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Federal Reserve's interest rate hike, the amputee that just broke a marathon record, Brittany Griner, and the New Mexico wildfires. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Yesterday, the Federal Reserve announced it was raising interest rates by half a percentage point in an attempt to control the worst inflation the U.S. has seen in 40 years. This is the biggest interest rate hike in 22 years. You've probably more than noticed that prices have been rapidly rising lately, from gas to groceries to housing and more. There's a lot of reasons for this, from earlier COVID policies like lockdowns, business closures, to stimulus checks, to current-day COVID policies like the strict lockdowns in China that are disrupting the manufacturing and shipping of products worldwide, to the war in Ukraine which is stunting the supply of oil and natural gas and other products caught in the middle of active war zones or international sanctions. So there's a lot going on that's causing the low supply of our goods, which consequently has meant the increase in demand for said goods, a.k.a. higher prices. So cue the Federal Reserve. In situations like these, where the economy is experiencing so much volatility, they think of ways to help smooth things out a bit. In this situation, they're looking to get the rise in prices or inflation to come down. One way of doing this, and this is what they announced yesterday, is to disincentivize people from spending so much. Hence, the interest rate increase. The idea is to make it less likely people will borrow money right now with the hopes that this will cool the economy off. So they announced a half a percentage point increase and hinted that additional increases could be on the table. But the idea is to ease the economy down, not slam it shut, which could cause an economic downturn, which we also don't want. It's a balance the Fed is working out. Here is Fed Chairman Jerome Powell discussing the decision. My colleagues and I are acutely aware that high inflation imposes significant hardship, especially on those least able to meet the higher costs of essentials, like food, housing, and transportation. We are highly attentive to the risks that high inflation poses to both sides of our mandate, and we're strongly committed to restoring price stability. Against the backdrop of the rapidly evolving economic environment, our policy has been adapting, and it will continue to do so. At today's committee meeting, the, uh, at today's meeting, the committee raised the target range for the federal funds rate by a half percentage point and stated that it anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate. We also decided to begin the process of reducing the size of our balance sheet, which will play an important role in firming the stance of monetary policy. We are on a path to move our policy rate expeditiously to more normal levels, assuming that economic and financial conditions evolve in line with expectations. There is a broad sense on the committee that additional 50 basis point increases should be on the table at the next couple of meetings. We'll make our decisions meeting by meeting as we learn from incoming data and the evolving outlook for the economy. And we will continue to communicate our thinking as clearly as possible. Our overarching focus is using our tools to bring inflation back down to our 2% goal. Cancer survivor and amputee Jackie Hunt Burzma may have just broken the Guinness World Record for the most consecutive marathons by running one a day for 104 days in a row, where her times averaged around the five-hour mark. 
She started the challenge back in February and just wrapped up her last one on Saturday. In 2002, at 26 years old, Jackie was diagnosed with Uwig sarcoma, a rare bone cancer, and two weeks later had to have her leg amputated to save her life. Fast forward to 2016, and Jackie signed up for her first 10K, only to change it to the half marathon the day before the race. And she's been running ever since. And here, Jackie wanted to see if she could beat the current record for consecutive marathons, which was set at 95 two years ago by Alyssa Almos Clark. By sharing her journey on social media, Jackie has raised over $88,000 for Amputee Blade Runners, an organization that provides running blades for amputee runners. The Guinness World Records will take a few months to review the evidence and make an official decision on the record certification. The U.S. government has updated the classification of the WNBA star currently being held by Russian authorities as wrongfully detained. Brittany Griner has been in Russia control for 75 days after she was arrested at a Moscow-area airport where apparently authorities found cannabis-derived oil in a vape cartridge. She's yet to be formally charged, but a hearing is scheduled for May 19th. This change in classification came in the wake of last week's prisoner swap between former U.S. Marine Trevor Reed, also being held in Russia, and a Russian being held here in America on a drug smuggling conviction. Authorities likely see this as a sign that diplomatic channels are still open with Russia, even with the current tensions around the Ukraine invasion. So what this new status means is that now U.S. officials will no longer wait on the conclusion of Russia's investigation and will now work to negotiate Britney's return. It also means that her family and teammates can now draw attention to the situation, whereas before, they were told to lay low so as to not make Britney become a valuable asset to Putin. Authorities have not said what prompted the sudden change or details into what they'll do to secure her return. New Mexico continues to face several fires across the state, seven in total. The blazes are fueled by high winds, low humidity, and dry brush. One of them is the largest fire in New Mexico's history, thanks to the merging of two fires, Calf Canyon and Hermit's Peak, which has burned more than 145,000 acres and is about 20% contained. The Cerro Palado fire has burned more than 25,000 acres and is 10% contained, and the Cook's Peak fire has spread across 60,000 acres and is 72% contained. New Mexico has so far experienced 211 fires so far this year, burning 230,000 acres total, compared to last year, where 672 fires burned 124,000 acres. 99% of the state is also experiencing a drought. Yesterday, President Biden declared New Mexico in a state of major disaster and ordered federal aid to help with recovery efforts. This could be grants for temporary housing, low-cost loans for property loss, and other forms of aid. It's Thursday, May 5th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. 
If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you. So if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at the news diet. Dot com.